Hello, welcome to another episode of Doc Candy Live. Glad you're here. Thanks for tuning in. If you would go ahead, please share this episode. Like, subscribe, leave comments, reviews, all that jazz. Helps the show grow. Greatly appreciated. Again, if you leave a review, let me know. I will read it over the air. Or if you don't want me to, don't let me know. And uh, I still might read it, but it won't be intentional. So, <laughs> hey, I hope you've had an awesome day. Today's a good day. You know, one of my favorite sayings, I, I love saying, every day is a good day, just some are better than others. And I, I really try to live by that. It's not always easy, but definitely doable. So uh, what's going on today? Let's see here. We got uh, Alec Baldwin back in the news. So Alec Baldwin did this 90-minute interview with George Stepanopoulos. I'll tell you what, George, man, that guy... <laughs> That guy gets around. I'll tell you that. <laughs> if you need a setup interview, if you need your butt covered, he is the man. He will make it happen. He did it with Joe Biden, and now he's doing this for Alec Baldwin. 90 minutes. Can you imagine that? So I want to know. Uh, this is really frustrating. <laughs> he said that he didn't pull the trigger. Uh, <laughs> Alec, look, I, I have compassion for this moment. You know, I have compassion for what happened. Did you mean to kill the woman? No. Did you pull the trigger? We all know you did. So knock it off. This is insane. And it only hurts the victim's family. Think about them. You know, it's so disgusting. Watching these elites, you, you know that if this was a conservative-leaning person instead of Alec Baldwin, they would have been, they being the media, and the court of public opinion would have chewed him up and spit him out. You know, and honestly, rightfully so. If you pull the trigger like that, rightfully so. But, I mean, come on, Alec. I think you're going to win people over a little bit better if you'll just be honest. Yes, you pulled the trigger. We already know you did. You know, I have a couple rifles, and I know that when I go to pick them up, there's still a chance there could be a cartridge in the chamber. I treat it always that way. You know why? Because I took lessons, because I've been around guns and I know how to handle them. You know, you got someone here who only knows, you know, apparently nothing about guns. Otherwise, he would have been treating it with respect. And speaking of annoying, uh, I got a <laughs> I actually got to clean up a little bit of what I said in the previous episode. I said Jesse Smollett had uh, filmed him rehearsing his uh, fake attack the day before. I was wrong. It was the guys who attacked him the very black dudes who attacked him as fake white supremacists. Uh, they were the ones that rehearsed it and the jury got to see that footage. And I would love to see that footage because I'm sure it's hilarious, <laughs> but I wanted to clear that up because I don't want there being uh, false things coming out of this podcast. You know, I want to be as truthful as possible. And so I messed up. So I'm going to share this real quick and then we'll wrap things up with a goofy little story. But this fella out of New York, he's a pastor, Chris Durso. He put on Instagram yesterday 
talking about how he said, we at Saints Church, New York, worshiped together from home for 16 months during the lockdown. 16 months. You shut down your church for 16 months. And I called him out on it. So he responded to me. Uh, basically, I said, look, the fact that you're celebrating this is a disgrace. You know, we're supposed to be living with this faith that we don't have to live in fear. Did people die? Yes. Have people died? Yes. People die every day of all sorts of stuff. So living in fear of a virus is completely against God's word. I also said something to the effect of, you know, what would you have done had this been 1860s and we're looking at trying to end slavery? You know, are you going to cower down to that too? And he didn't like that and he took it wrong. And uh, he's like, well, this has nothing to do with slavery. How dare you? Whatever. You have that completely wrong. And then he went on to say that he and his wife had COVID. And basically that's the reason that they shut things down. It didn't have anything to do with praying. And he said, oh, we were very prayerful about how long we should be shut down. Give me a break. Because if you actually did pray about that, Holy Spirit would have said, no, you need to be getting together. You need to keep your doors open. You need to, you know, if it came down to money, you know, because I know New York's a tough spot. If it came down to the money, the Lord's going to provide. He's going to provide the fines. You know, he's going to provide for that. There's zero excuse. As a believer, now I'm not saying that everyone who goes to that church would even have to go. You know, if you don't, if you're not comfortable going, don't go. But as the leader, as the pastor, you have an obligation to have those doors open, period. There's no excuse for this. And to be bragging about it like this, as yeah, like you're some war hero, give me a break. This is pathetic. Good, strong believers would never follow anyone like that it, for doing that. Now, is there forgiveness? Yes. Now, you know, if Chris said, oh, you know what, we were totally wrong, then that's one thing, you know, because things, you know, we all wish that we were done some things different in the last two years. I know I would, you know, but to see something like this, you know, and as a believer, when you have the faith that uh, nothing, no weapon formed against me is going to prosper, and then you have a pastor who feels like there's a weapon formed against him and it's going to get him, there's a problem. You know, it's not good. And to say that you prayed about it when obviously you didn't, you know, or if you did, you were just trying to hear what you wanted to hear. Sometimes you just got to call stuff as it is. And uh, I see a pile of nonsense here. And uh, since Chris was kind enough to delete my comment, and he removed every comment on there that was pushing back on that 16 months. You know, it's just stupid. They had COVID, you know, and I get that. It's rough. You know, again, I've lost friends, but, uh, you know, it's no excuse for shutting down for 16 months. You know, Revelations 12, 11 says that they defeat Satan by the blood of the lamb the word of their testimony, and they did not love their life so much they were afraid to die. They did not love their life so much they were afraid to die. Guess what, Chris? It sounds like you were afraid to die. You know, it sounds like you were living in fear. 
Now, I could be completely wrong on all this, but because you decided to delete my reply, I won't know. You know. So, here we are. You didn't know I had a podcast that I could just belt this crap out with. <laughs> and you didn't know that I'm a comedian who couldn't care less what anybody thinks. That's one of the great values of doing stand-up comedy for as long as I have. You develop this thick skin and this inept ability to just not give it a frick. You know, I'm just going to call it as it is. And God bless you. Uh, you know, I'm not impressed, obviously. And uh, have no problem calling you out on it because somebody's got to. All right. So let's wrap it up with this goofy story. So <laughs> on a Delta flight, a woman was accused of breastfeeding a cat. What is the cat thinking? And what's the woman thinking? I really have nowhere to go with this. Sometimes, you know, the headline is as good as it's going to get. Like that is the setup and the punchline wrapped up and then with a nice little bow, you know, woman breastfeeds cat on flight. You know, I tried a couple of different punchlines on, on TikTok, and it just doesn't get any better than the setup. So congratulations, lady. You did us all good. <laughs> all right. Well, that's enough for this episode. I hope you all are having an awesome, awesome week. Enjoy the month of December. We're heading into 2022. Thank God. I am excited to be out of 2021, headed into 2022. Great days are here. Great days are coming. Again, please share this episode. If you've made it this far, I greatly appreciate it. You are loved. You are wanted. You are needed. Uh, and not just to listen to this episode, but to listen to tomorrow's episode also. So. <laughs> anyway. Be yourself, unless you're a jerk, and be someone else.